Hey guys, welcome back to another Teen You Are Enough episode. On this month's episode, we're doing a good old-fashioned testimony and Q&A episode, and I have one of my good, good friends, Annie Meeks, on. Hey, Annie, how are you? I'm great, how are you? I'm good. Um, so we're going to hop into, I do a traditional um, fun, I think it's always super fun to do like a fun little Q&A at the beginning of all my testimonies, so that is what we're going to do, and so I will list and share all the questions let's do there's one through four there's one there's four questions so i will tell you the first one right now so where do you wish to live one day um either uh michigan my hometown or maybe even california it just depends on where god takes me so (laughs) that is so cool I would always love to visit California. It looks yes. so pretty in pictures. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I could live there, but like vacation-wise. Ugh. Visit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the next question is, what do you often like talking about? What's your go-to conversation piece? Jesus. I love Jesus. I love singing, and I love to talk about my job and like just everything that happens there because there's a lot. So <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, last two questions. Who in the Bible would you like to meet when you get to heaven, not Jesus? Has to be somebody other than Jesus. Okay, so I've only been reading Romans, and I'm going to have to say Paul because he's had such a radical conversion that I want to hear, like, directly face-to-face his point of view from everything and not just read about it. Yeah, that would be so cool. I literally, Paul and Peter are, like, my go-to want to see when I get to heaven, for sure. I know. I'm so yes. <laughs> good old Peter and good old Paul. Okay. <laughs> the last question is, what will you say to Jesus when you meet him face to face? Like just general, kind of like it, I mean, obviously we won't know until we get there. We're gonna be like too and like awestruck to like probably think and focus. But like something like, what would you kind of say? What do you think you might say? Thank you, and I love you. It's I say it all mm-hmm. the time when I'm praying. Like. Sometimes all all I'll say is thank you, I love you, thank you, I love you over and over again because I mm-hmm. like I can't get it out enough. It feels like so when I see him face to face, that's definitely gonna be the first thing, along with a big hug. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so good. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, I do the same thing. Like thank you, Jesus. Um, and I'm madly in love with you. Yeah, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, are you ready to share your testimony? I'm so ready. All right. The floor is yours. Okay. Girl, go. Okay. So, um, I said this at the beginning, but I'm Annie and I live in Kentucky. I go to Radiant Church KY. Um, I'm super involved in my church now. I lead worship for the youth. Um, I'm on the ministry team. I've done a couple Sunday mornings. I'm on the broadcast team. Um, I'm on the prayer team and I help with like leadership, leadership stuff in Um, small groups and everything like that Um, I used to spend a lot more time at church just helping out before I got a job but now that I have a job I'm there three to four days a week mostly but believe it or not I haven't always been like a big church body person Um, I didn't really grow up in the church Uh, when I was very young my mom went but it was pretty much just when I was super young, maybe a kindergartner, and mm-hmm. all I remember learning was like, Jesus loves you, and it's in Sunday school. So mm-hmm. it never really did a lot for us. I don't, I mean, the church was kind of, kind of different. Like it wasn't very, 
I don't I don't know how to explain this, but modern, I guess. Like there were a lot mm-hmm. of o- older people, so they had like really strict views. And my oh, mom didn't like that very much, so we just stopped going. Um, I remember her saying that she was looking for a new church, but we never found one that like really fit us. So for quite a few years there, we just didn't go at all. Um, but like even with that, I still knew about like God, about Jesus. Like she made sure I knew that. I just wasn't super invested in all the way into my relationship with God so fast forward like five years um I was a freshman in high school and one of my friends he didn't think much about this question but he just asked like what church I went to and I was like oh I don't actually go to a church and he just kind of sat me down and this was literally in class but he just kind of explained to me in the nicest way possible how important my relationship with God and Jesus is, like how vital it is to us. And he wasn't forcing anything on me or anything like that. But like from that point on, I just kind of thought about how nice that relationship would be. And I started to want it like more than ever. Um, A couple months after that, um, a friend invited me to Radiant Church um, for an 80s night, like an 80s night party and everything. And that's so cool. I know. I was so excited. I was so nervous. <laughs> like, I made one of my friends go with me, and she still goes there now, but this was like our first night. Um, we like crimped our hair. We wore 80s clothes. <laughs> I, it was so crazy. And um, our youth pastor there at the time, Barrett Howard, he like was so welcoming. And we do this thing when there's a new person where we get like their email, their name, their number, mm-hmm. like, it's like everything but your social security number. <laughs> and I was like, doesn't it feel like that though? It I, really does. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. And I was uh-huh. so scared to like not be accepted because I was kind of in my shell when I was a freshman. But so many people there were so sweet, so nice. And like I had never gone into a more welcoming environment. And it was originally like supposed to be just a super low-key like 80s party, but um, Pastor Randy was there and we ended up staying till like 1130 and he like anointed us with oil and here's me not stepping into a church for like five years and I'm on my knees at the altar. I'm like I don't even know what is going on right now but I love it. <laughs> and me and my friend both loved it so much and I remember coming back the next week and my youth pastor was like I'm so glad you came back because you told me that you hadn't been to church in a while and I'm so glad we didn't scare you away. <laughs> And that was just such a monumentous occasion that, like, I'm so glad I came back. There were so many connections that I made that night that, like, want, like maybe want to come back. And months passed, months passed, and I always loved to sing. And the first time I went to youth, um, one of my friends, her name's Maggie Camber. Shout out to you, Maggie, if you ever listen to this. <laughs> um, it was her first night leading worship, and I didn't know that. But she told me months later when we became a little closer that that was her first night and she was nervous. But the first song that I ever heard at Radiant Church was Reckless Love by Corey Asbury. And that's like my favorite worship song. Yes, people play it a lot, a lot, a lot. But I will never say no to listening to Reckless Love because it brings back so many memories. And like I had so many friends people that I knew but I wasn't super close with and I was in the back and we were all up front for worship and I just remember seeing them in this first song when the lights go down and the lights and like the stage lights come on and all of them have their hands up and they're just praising the Lord and I'm just standing there I'm like 
I didn't know I didn't know this side of them like it was such a surreal moment seeing people that I had known for like my whole life just worshiping God and never knowing that like this was a part of them and knowing that this was a thing and ever since like that moment I've loved worship more than anything else so I've always loved to sing but I never really liked what I sounded like and my friends and family were like oh you sound good but I always had that you know little voice inside of my head saying oh you're not that good like there's so many people that are better than you um but my youth pastor Barrett at the time he came to a chorus concert for my school and he was like Andy I didn't know you could sing and I was like uh yeah (laughs) and I was like nervous because I was like I hope he didn't hear me and he was like so Maggie's gonna be like graduating would you want to like sorry my cat just jumped up here um he was like would you want to like like join the worship band lead worship and I looked at him and I was like "Mm, no (laughs) because I was like yeah no and he was like are you sure and I was like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) and he was like just think about it let me know if you ever change your mind I was like "Uh uh-huh acting like I'd never changed my mind (laughs) but in those next like couple months I grew a lot in my faith and like at one point (laughs) during worship one day I just heard the voice of God like telling me that this is something that try that I should do and I was so excited when I told bar one night after youth I was like yeah I think I want to I was excited and I was so nervous Oh my gosh, I, Mm -hmm. sometimes when I get nervous, I cry and I felt like I was about to cry. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'd like to try it. Just background, nothing big, nothing like that. He was like, absolutely. I will put you in the group chat. We will get here next week. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. (laughs) And I was excited, but I was so nervous. And I remember that first time I stepped in to practice and I found out about the in-ears where you could like turn people up in your ear. And one of the girls made a joke about turning me up. And I literally was so scared. I was two feet from that mic. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> like, I was standing two feet away from it. I was barely singing. But that was, like, the first practice. And I was so nervous. I didn't even have earbuds. But I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm literally never going to be able to leave, like, a song. Like, that's not something that's on my agenda. I'm just here just to, you know, get my worship on up on that stage. <laughs> um, but uh, that happened. And... We did that for a couple months and then we took a break for the summer and that summer was my first year going to the bull conference in kansas city and i had so much fun there it was amazing made so many friends got closer to so many people in my grade in my youth group and it was amazing and there i met uh tim spawnable who my youth pastor ended up telling me and a couple other people that he would be coming to Kentucky from Michigan to help with worship to like be the worship director for Sunday morning and for youth well that got me super excited because like I'd seen him worship and it was amazing and I was like okay I can do that I can do that and a couple months went by and it was finally time for him to like come up there I mean come down to KY and Mm -hmm. I told him that I didn't really want to lead worship. I just briefly mentioned it. And he was like, okay, just let me know if you change your mind because I won't make you do it unless you say you want to, which was super relieving to me because like I wasn't going to be forced to do anything or like do something before I was ready. Um, There ended up being Tim, 
Ben and then Kelly and me who were like the singers and then we had a band and they were so good like ridiculously so good I could never I literally oh my gosh I the effort that everybody puts in is amazing but we just kept going and kept going and kept going learning new songs and suddenly I wanted to try to like lead a song and I was so nervous because I didn't like my voice at all but I remember one day after church I went up to Tim and I was like hi um I think I might maybe want to lead a song and I probably said it exactly like that and he looks at me (laughs) and he like smiles he goes he's like say it again so I had to say it again (laughs) and I was like oh and I was so nervous but the first song I ever led ended up being great are you lord and ever since that first like time I read I led that song I've just known that that's something that I want to do like for the rest of my life and I love worship so much because it's such a raw form of praise, mm-hmm. of worship, of showing God how much you love him and being unafraid mm-hmm. to show other people too. And mm-hmm. like my favorite, one of my favorite phrases, is like lead them into worship. Like you're not just singing on a stage to perform. You're showing people that it's okay to be who you are in worship and just mm-hmm. make that intimate connection not to worry about the people in front of you or behind you or beside you just that it's between you and God and nobody cares what you sound like because you're singing to him and he loves how you sound mm-hmm. and that was just such a big part honestly in my entire life when I like that song ended and I was like oh my gosh I didn't sound very good like I mean I did okay but I didn't nail it and it, like all those thoughts are going through my head And I just remember him being like, you did so good and God is so proud of you. And that like has stuck with me ever since then. And yeah, my voice cracks sometimes, mostly in practice, thankfully. But like that happens, but some people may laugh. I probably would laugh at myself, but (laughs) God is just so proud of everybody that puts their heart out to worship him. And it doesn't matter if you're on the stage, you can lead worship from the ground. Like it's just being unafraid to show him how much you love him. And Mm -hmm. through everything that happened with that, like, I decided that I wanted to apply for Radiant School Worship in Michigan. And I've just recently heard back from one of the advisors and we're scheduling my interview soon. So hopefully that'll happen soon and I'll get the results from that. And hopefully I'll be up in Michigan. But yeah, that's about all. (laughs) I love that, Annie. That's so cool. And for those of you guys who don't know, I am from Michigan. And so this girl is going to be in my home state. And we're going to be hanging out all the time. Uh, For sure. Because I'm super close to the church. Come on now. (laughs) So, so, yeah. But it's going to be so fun. And I just love that, Annie. That's such a powerful testimony. I, you know, I'll just say that I have numerous people who come on or I'll ask numerous people. And they're like, I don't really have a ginormous testimony of like I was doing this horrible thing and I'm like it the Lord uses and does testimonies and some of the most I mean um everybody who's listening you guys know that I shared my testimony it's not this ginormous crazy testimony I grew up in a Christian home just like Annie but I mean it's my testimony and so I just that's why I love doing these because 
they come from all walks of life all sorts of different teenagers sharing different things that go on in their life some grew up in a christian home some didn't and i just that's why i love doing these and that's why i'm so excited that you said yes to sharing yours because it's just such an amazing testimony to be shared i was and so i love that Annie. thank you i was so excited when you texted me i was like oh my gosh i didn't even know abby had a podcast absolutely i'm so doing this <laughs> And I was like, I'm making time to do this. I don't even care if I'm late to work. Like, Aww. I am making time for this. Like, because I remember the first time I ever shared my testimony, it was at like a Rad Voices night during youth. And I remember saying something at the end that was like, you don't have to be at the lowest, darkest point in your life to find mm-hmm. Jesus, like to find God, to know who he is. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes you're walking down a street and you're just like, huh. I want to get to know more about Jesus. And that could be your life-changing moment. Like, you don't have to be broken and bruised. But, like, you can be. Like, there are so many testimonies. I feel like you hear Mm -hmm. so many more about people who are at the lowest points in their life that are just resurrected, pulled back out of the grave by God. But there are just as many, if not more, of testimonies of people who were just doing okay in life, but they found that, that one spark that ignited a flame for God. Which mm-hmm. I love hearing those testimonies too, even though, even if it's like a minute long, like you found God. Either way, you found God, and He is so happy mm-hmm. that you did. And that's what matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what your testimony is. It's, I mean, it's a testimony. Exactly. It's powerful. And if you, yeah. And so, well, yeah. So I'm just, once again, Annie, I'm so thankful that you got to hop on. I'm so proud of you and love you to death, my friend. And you are amazing. Gosh, you are too. I miss you so much. <laughs> it's so good hearing your voice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this testimony. And I hope that you got something out of it. I hope that the Lord um, just moved and that you encountered him in amazing ways. Um, and just really just grew in your faith. And this, this encouraged you. So... I will see you on the next episode. Bye, Bye. guys.